Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Personal Best Podcast with me, Ruby Lola. Before I tell you about today's guest, I just want to say a massive thank you to the response I had on the last podcast episode with Joe Fazer. The YouTube videos nearly had 25,000 views, which is crazy. My little brain can't quite comprehend it, so thank you so much. But my guest today is Selena Stevenson. She is a runner who shares her journey on social media and she reminds people that even if you're a slower runner, you can still run the same distance. So in this conversation, we talk about how Selena finally stuck to her running journey after hating exercise, how to stop feeling the pressure to go faster, how to stop comparing yourself to people on social media, how she's built a run club, dealing with imposter syndrome, and how to show up for yourself. This is such a lovely episode. I think it's a really nice girly chat but we also talk about some really important topics that I hope you guys are going to find really useful. Selena is so inspiring and clearly she's having such an impact in the running community and she has the most soothing lovely Irish accent so I really hope you guys enjoy this one and let's get on with the episode. Selena, welcome to the Personal Best Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's nice to be on on the couch because I'm so used to watching all your episodes. Oh yeah, and well, I just love it's it. It's nice to have you here, and I feel like it's nice to finally have another girl on the podcast because has it been a while? Yeah, yeah. And as much as my guests have all been amazing, I want to remind people that like us girls are doing hard things too. That's the key. That's the key. <laughs> We're doing hard things and there's so many of us now. I love it. Yeah, definitely. So can I just ask you to please give me a little personal introduction for everyone listening? 
Where are you from? What do you do? Of course. I'm always so bad with this question. I'm like, <laughs> <It's hard>. um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm 26. So I'm Selena. I'm 26. I'm from Ireland, just outside of Dublin. Um, I'm in London a lot because my boyfriend moved here in May for work. So I'm here like once a month and that's what kind of set me up in London because people are like what do you mean you live in Ireland and you have a run club in London like people just can't yeah. seem to understand it but so I'm a runner I um I kind of take it slow I'm more on the like average running types type of vibe but yeah. I'm training for a marathon so I'm kind of showing that like you can have a slower pace and still run these massive distances mm-hmm. and have big goals and with that I set up a run club in London for just the girls who are just like literally running at an average pace because yeah. I think it's so hard to get your mind around going to a run club when you're slower because you're just like I'm just literally going to be left behind like everyone's so fast so I was like just wanted to make a run club that was specifically for girls who are slower so that's what I did and I started that in October and it's going great and what else that's kind of me yeah I love that and um I really wanted to get you on the podcast to obviously find out more about your running journey specifically Mm -hmm. but with that I hope we can also give people some advice who feel like they are on the slower side of running Mm. or they don't really know how to get started but before we delve into that Give me a little bit of your background. Like, were you a sporty kid growing up? Mm-mm. No? Not even remotely. Like, I just don't come from a family who are in any way sporty. Like, mm. I come from an amazing family. They're successful, goal-driven, like, so forward-thinking. I get so many amazing things from my family, but one thing I don't get is any athletic athletic ability, like, whatsoever. Mm. So I didn't grow up with it. And then during school, I was that girl who just, like... PE it was like dad PE's cancelled today I'm coming home and he would just be like sure yeah like (laughs) don't have the kit with me sorry I can't go or like I played hockey because I had to but I was on the worst team and like I hyperventilated one time when I was doing hill sprints and I was just in the sports hall like (laughs) I'm having (laughs) like that was how bad I was really quite bad and I didn't enjoy it either. It's not like I wanted to even be sporty. I was just like, get me out of this environment. I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. And then I came out of school and I was like, okay, because I love health and fitness. Well, I love health and I like the idea of being fit. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's get into the gym. So I started going to the gym. I got a coach. And even to this day, like years later, I still don't enjoy the gym, but I still go. The gym was always a chore for me. And like the second Mm. my coach would be like, okay, deload week. I'd be like, yes. Like I just, it's kind of like, it's not something I want to do. If Christmas came around, I'd be like, I can't wait to like not go to the gym for a couple of weeks, you know. But I went and I enjoyed the feeling of getting stronger and things like that. But it just wasn't me. I didn't enjoy it. So then my running... The running came in, like, again, in school, I hyperventilated doing the run. But I then did this 5K for charity in, we call it fourth year. I don't know what it is over here. I was by 16. Mm, Okay. And I raised some money for charity. And when I say that was, like, the hardest thing, like, when I talked to my mom about it, because she's the one who, like, trained me. And she was like, it was miserable for me as well. Like, it was (laughs) so horrible. Like, I could not do it. It took me so long to build up to that. And I ended up doing it in, like, 40 minutes or something. And 
after months and months of training and then I gave up the second I raised the money I was like that's it I'm not doing that again okay so from there throughout the years like that was 10 years ago so it's like I'll run here and there I'll do a 3k and okay fine and it was only in July of this year where I was like I am sick of not being able to run like I'm sick of it because I thought I was literally special in a bad way like there's something physically wrong with me why can everyone else do it Mm. so I was like I'm gonna train for a marathon which is a massive change from hating running. I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up for the London Marathon and see if I get in. And then I did. And the rest is history. Yeah, but that's such an interesting journey because I always like to ask people like how they first got into fitness and things. And I think it's important for people to realise that not everybody starts out as having this undying love for fitness and this like innate capability like a lot of people have to work really hard for that and also like you're saying with the gym I guess it you know you do need to incorporate some weight training resistance training but but that's not what your passion is and I think that's so fine and I think that's really important for people to realize as well that maybe if they've tried to go to the gym and they're just not enjoying it to pick something else and try something else everyone is so different Mm -hmm. like even like I kind of came back into my running era in July when I was like on TikTok seeing the running content and I was so inspired by that whereas like for years I was seeing the gym content I was like I don't I literally don't care about this like you know when the gym was massive and everyone was posting about the gym I was like I literally don't care like and then I suddenly saw these videos about running and I was like oh my god that actually looks really fun and I'm gonna try that and I'm just gonna go slow and like it's okay to go slow and I mean like when I say slow it's like okay your pace might be slow but it's also okay if your journey is so much slower than everyone else's yeah like I ran 6k this morning and I really struggled I did it at like a 7 15 pace and it was a a struggle like yeah and I'm six months into my journey Mm. I think a lot of people say you know oh I was really non-athletic for so long and I couldn't run and I couldn't run 2k and then I suddenly be I suddenly you know started running and then you're like okay but like two months in and you're running like a five minute pace Mm. and I'm like that's not just the case for a lot of people like yeah it's kind of like that is one story and that's an amazing story I'm so glad that those people also came into running from nothing Mm -hmm. but they've also progressed really fast it's okay if you don't progress really fast like even if you're training really hard like I'm sticking to my plan I haven't missed one run in my I don't think in my plan since July and I'm still struggling actively but I've run a half marathon so it's like the training's working but it's slower that's fine yeah it's just like don't give up on yourself like that's the main thing like just just let yourself be on the journey and don't compare yourself. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I want to talk about that in a bit more detail. But first of all, for people listening, you've obviously built a social media following around sharing your running journey. And I started following you because I was like, oh, like this girl's so relatable and genuine. And as much as your content is like motivating, it doesn't feel like you're putting pressure on people mm. to go out and, and do all these really difficult runs. It's mm-hmm. like, you can go slow and you can enjoy it yeah but how did you um set up that page on social media and and why did you decide to start sharing that journey right so it was the end of July Mm. it was it I feel like things come to me in like some dream or something like I literally (laughs) woke up one morning and I cannot remember doing it like genuinely I can't remember because I signed up for the marathon and I started 
I mean, I obviously remember like filming the clips for the TikTok and stuff, but I don't remember like the thought process that was like, okay, we're going to sign up for a marathon and we're going to start TikTok. Yeah. Like, so it, wasn't, big it wasn't something you'd always like dreamt about doing? Posting online? Mm. I mean... I've always kind of had this feeling of like I'd love to kind of post and like I've posted on my family business and stuff like on their TikTok so I know how to do it and mm-hmm. it's always been something that I've been like oh that'd be nice but it was more so kind of like okay let's pop this up to see if I can if I can be held accountable or something I don't yeah. even know what I was thinking yeah. I was just like okay I'm just gonna put something together and I remember I was I put the video up and then I went and I was just cooking my dinner and I left my phone to charge and I came back and it was like 30 minutes in and I had three new followers and I was like, oh my God, God, I'm famous. No, but I was like, wow, like that's crazy. And then, yeah, so that was end end of July and from there it just, I don't know, it's gone, it's, it's mad. And then like I started my Instagram start of... September. So it's really not been that long. Oh my god, I'm so new to it. I'm so new to yeah. everything. I'm so new to running and I'm so new to social media. But that's kind of it. Like it just took off. Like I think a lot of people just really relate to the idea of it yeah. all. Yeah. Because so many people are just bang average runners or mm. below average runners. Like and we're so used to seeing I think social media really highlights people that are good at things because mm. we all as humans like to see people being good at things you know when you see someone run a marathon and they've done it in three hours you're like whoa that's wow, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. so we feed into that we watch it through and it the algorithm likes that so it pushes it to more people but you don't see the person who's like you know barely getting through their 2k yeah. so it's kind of like I think people are resonating with that that's the thing I think everybody that sees your content and chooses to follow it's because they want to follow along on your journey and there's something really nice about following somebody who is doing the training and it's not always easy and they mm-hmm. share that they share the like the highs and the lows and I guess it's similar with this podcast when people ask me like why I wanted to start it and what it's about it's like I'm not going to sit here and pretend I've figured out how to be the best version of yourself and and I've arrived at this destination it's like we're all going on this journey together oh, yeah like let's you know it's explore just being vulnerable different topics exactly exactly and people love that mm. I think we came from an era before where everything was so perfect on social media like uh-huh. you were just showing your aesthetic morning routine and like it's like that's not my life like it's mm. just not I couldn't even if I tried even if I tried my best to make my life look super aesthetic it's not gonna happen it's not it's just not my life I don't think it would resonate with people in the same way no so um just going back to what you were saying before I feel like you do label yourself as a slower runner and obviously you said that can be just your general pace but also like the whole journey that you're going on to get to being sorry to um get to do the marathon but why what's the question I'm trying to say with that <laughs> why like why is that important to you I guess and like do you feel that pressure to try and like be faster I guess in a way like I follow the people I follow are all faster mm. sorry I have a few that I like a few of my friends like wouldn't be as fast who are on social media but like I follow a lot of people who are doing their four minute kilometers and I'm still inspired by that like I try to not take it as like I try to not compare myself because it's just not me Mm. it's just not me so it's kind of like why would I even put pressure on it's like 
it's not possible for me right now. I'm not saying it's not a possibility yeah. ever. Yeah. But it's like, it's I'm so far from that being my reality. So it's like, why am I comparing? That's like me comparing to like a cricket player. It's like, we're, <laughs> we're not the same. Like I can take inspiration from it, but it's like, like say Owen Barrow. Like I know you had him on. Yeah, amazing. I'm like, wow. And he's training for the London Marathon as well. And he was at the same half marathon I did. We're on two different journeys. like. But I'm still looking at him like, that's so amazing. And it's inspirational to see him up and at it and running mm-hmm. a half marathon around London at 5am on a Saturday. He did a 10k in Iceland and it was like minus 100 degrees. It's and like, I was like, I'm so like proud of you for doing that. But, but that's not me. Out. <laughs> that's what I mean. So it's like, I'm not going to compare to that because it's just not, mm. it's not my reality. Like, yeah. So... And I think as well, I spoke to Rhea about this on the podcast, that particularly with running, as like a general society, we've kind of made up what is classed as good. Yeah. And it's like we have this idea that everyone should do a sub 30 minute 5k. And I looked at some of the stats for that. And it's like the average time for a man is 31 minutes and the average time for a woman's like 36 and that's the average. So there are people who do it way slower. Way slower than that. And it's like, why have we like decided that only sub 30 is good i think we've decided it because social that's what we see on social media again we're the algorithm's pushing the amazing people which is great but we're not seeing the average people we're not seeing that group of 36 and when you're not seeing it you don't believe it's real but yeah that's very real yeah it's so real my average 5k probably 37 minutes mm. still like mm. I just can't get it faster like I've done one that's been 35 minutes yeah and it's like yeah there's nothing wrong with me it's just my reality I've said mm. that like 10 times but and I feel like I'm having to really learn that lesson as well because I used to do endurance athletics mm. when I was like 15 or 16 so my event was 800 meters and the training was grueling like it was like two or three times a week it would be like 10, 400 meters, like five, 200 meters. And then like, oh, we'll just finish with some sprints. Like it was so intense. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I was fit. Like, I feel like I used to just be able to run and run and not get tired. And now I'm just slowly getting back into running. It's like, I need to let go of that ego. Mm -hmm. And I need to just start from where I'm at now. Just meet yourself where you are. Mm. That's the most important thing. Definitely. The thing is, it's like, if you don't meet yourself where you are, you're going to continue to stay where you are instead of progressing. Yeah. And yeah. if you want to be that five minute per kilometer, like I know you were really fast, but just to anyone watching, like if you want to be that fast runner, how are you going to get there if you keep giving up on yourself? Mm. Like you need to do your six months of an eight minute kilometer or whatever. If yeah. that's just who you are, if you're non-athletic, you need to put in that yeah. work where you're like, oh my God, I just did that 5K again in 40 minutes and it still feels as bad as it did like three months ago. Yeah. But maybe now you've done a 10K. Like For maybe me, you've done a half yeah. marathon. For me, it's like building up the miles again because I, yeah. I think I've always been consistent with my weight training. Like I do enjoy it, but I'd kind of set a limit on myself that I can only do 5K. Right. But that's because I hadn't I hadn't tried to run further because I know like a 5k loop so I would just do that yeah. now and again. And you're probably trying to beat your time all the time. Yeah, and then but I'm not putting in the training so that doesn't make sense. Exactly. And then it was a few days after Christmas I didn't want to go to the gym and I was like I'm just going to go out on a run. I left my phone at home which 
isn't really the safest thing to do, but mm. I know that area when you're quite by well. Because yeah. I was like, I just don't want to time it. And came back and I don't know, I really know how far I went, but it was like a 45 minute run. Mm. I know it was like so further than I'd done recently. And then I was like, oh, like why did I set this limit on mm-hmm. myself? That's the point. Mm. That's just what it is. Yeah. It's just meeting yourself where you are. That's just my message through it all. Mm. Because I struggled with it for so long. Like I struggled. I When I tell you I really thought there was something wrong with me, like I had, not in like, like you, you look sad there, but it's like, it's not in a sad way. I genuinely was just like, I cannot run. Yeah. Like, and I would tell my coach, like I've texted in my phone right now to my coach, only from like seven months ago being like, why are you making me do like a 5k? Like I can't, yes. like I literally can't because yeah. also my heart rate would go really high. And I was like, this isn't normal. Like I never see anyone talking about this. I never see people going out having like their heart rate be 185 and surviving <laughs> like, or or continuing their journey like it's not normal you, I just never mm. saw it so I was like there's something wrong with me to the point where my coach was like have you gotten it checked with the doctors and all really? which I don't blame her for asking yeah. but at the end of the day it was just because I was so unfit with my cardio that, and that's fine yeah but I had to build but it's up kind from of that. accept like accepting that Except yeah you're a bad runner like if you are, if you're just starting and you don't run, okay, I'm a really bad runner. That's yeah. fine, but I can become a good runner. Yeah. just have to put the time in. It's something that um, Jenny said, and it, it really has stuck with me. She said, most people don't hate running. They hate running fast. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of people who, and running isn't for everybody, but a lot of no. people who've tried it and have given up is because if you're constantly running at an uncomfortable pace it's not fun it's fucking hard yeah. like your legs hurt you're out of breath you can't do it for more than like a few minutes mm-hmm. so sometimes you've just got to remind yourself to like slow down just slow down and try and enjoy it and just because you're seeing other like beginners on tiktok or whatever running at a six pace six minute per kilometer pace that doesn't mean you have to start there. Mm-hmm. Start at a comfortable pace for you. Definitely. That's all you have to do. It's it's not that serious. I think that's the funny thing. It's like, it's not that serious. Why are we all comparing ourselves so much to everyone else with running? Yeah. Like, it's different if you're comparing, like, your life situation. Like, that makes sense. Like, mm. where am I compared to my friends or whatever? That's like a human thing. It's like keeping you alive. It's survival mode. Comparing how fast you can run, like, come on, we need to get out of that. Like, it's not that serious. Like, if I go out and do a 5K in 25 minutes or 35 minutes, no one cares but me. What's the difference? Mm. It's just so silly. So you've already done a half marathon, right? So kind of talk me through that. How did you find the training and how did you find the event? I loved the event. Like, Mm. I really did. The training, I was so in the groove then, like... I really, like, I'd only gone up to, I think, an 18K. That was my max um, once before. So I was a bit intimidated by the distance. But I was like, I know I can do it because there will be a bit of atmosphere there. Like, it'll get me through. Now, it was a freezing day. Like, my hands were not moving on the day. Oh, like, my AirPod you. was falling out. And I was like... I don't think you I was like trying to drop in, it out. Yeah, I didn't bring my gloves oh. with me. I was trying to, like, they literally wouldn't bend. So I was trying to, like, <laughs> knock it out of my ear. Like, it, was, it was bad. And... I, that was like 18k in I was like I'm so tired Mm. but I crossed the finish line and I was like that was so amazing like that was so amazing I was so proud of myself and then like I popped it online and like everyone was so supportive and there's just something so special about that it makes you just feel like this is why 
I'm doing this yeah. like obviously I love sharing my journey online but obviously some you know sometimes like you'll wake up and you'll be like oh I have to go for a run but then you're like I don't want to film it like mm. but then you're like that is why I do it like mm. to get this support from everyone it's just so special and it just pushes you on to the next thing then like now the next thing's the marathon and it's like oh my god I just know I'm gonna have that outpouring of love again and it's yeah. like it's really gonna get me there but I was thinking that must be so amazing because obviously most people who sign up for these events and they do them they're obviously gonna get cheered on by like the crowds who are there and they'll probably be celebrated by their like their friends and family but you've got like tens of thousands of people who are cheering you on yeah you know maybe virtually but like that must be so nice it is so so encouraging and see that's the thing as well that I like I, I listen to a lot of podcasts like I've listened to yours and everything and like people will be like um like what are your tips like the host will be like what are your tips for you know beginner runners or whatever And I think it's really easy for like creators who have followings and stuff to be like, you know, this, this and this. But at the end of the day, we do have that advantage of like having this community behind Mm. us that other people don't have. Mm. So it's going to be harder for everyone else. So like, it's very true. If you're seeing people online who have all these followers, go easy on yourself. Like they might look like they're having the best time and they're living this like really exciting life because they possibly are. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like running to them is a really exciting thing. presents a lot of opportunities and they can go out and they can get content and then they'll post a video that's going to do well exactly you're going out and you're just having to do the run in the rain (laughs) yeah and you come home you're like I hated that so much so it's just like go easy on yourself and find your sense of inspiration like your sense of inspiration what is the reason that gets you out because that's a lot of our reasons you know Mm. so what is your here's a cool fact A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. fire like what is your burning fire in your stomach to get you out because on the hard days me thinking I haven't posted in four days is what honestly what (laughs) what might get me out one of the days whereas for you that isn't going to be your thing so it's like what is your Mm, thing I think finding your why is really really important. important and I I said this in my 2023 roundup I was like just do the thing but do it for the right reasons yes like it's so easy to say just just do the marathon but if your reasoning for doing the marathon is oh well I've seen everyone else doing it online Mm -hmm. it won't get you there it won't get you to you know it will get you to the start line but it's probably not going to get you through the race like you need to find something else that's gonna motivate you you have to you have to Mm. but it's also it's more than motivation even it's like inspiration Mm. because obviously we don't always we're not always 
we're not always motivated. So what's that like discipline? Like what's that fire? What is it for you? Someone asked me this recently and I I really had to do some like deep inner work. I was like, yeah, what does motivate me? And I think for me, it's just always been doing the things I said I was going to do. And I saw a quote recently that was like, confidence is like leaving no gap between what needs to, what I do and what needs to be done. I like that. Yeah. And um, I was thinking, you know, there are days where I just can't fit in a training session or I can't do the podcast which is fine but like on the whole I know that I'm gonna like show up for myself and I think when you know that about yourself it's so powerful like Mm. it brings you respect yourself so much more when you know you're gonna do something like my marathon's in like 99 days I think Mm -hmm. or something and I'm like how am I gonna get there but it's like I know I'm gonna get there like you literally start to believe it so much about yourself when you just show up for yourself every time yeah the second you let yourself slip it's different as you said if you can't fit it in Mm. genuinely that's so fair like that happens to everyone but if you're just like I'm feeling sick today yeah and you're not yeah it's like okay you're letting yourself down a little bit I think every time you do that yeah and you and you break promises to yourself Mm -hmm. I heard someone explain this like if you had a friend or a a boyfriend or a girlfriend that constantly like bailed on you every time you made a plan it'd be boy who cried wolf yeah you would and also you'd probably start to drop them because you Mm -hmm. can't rely on them but we do that to ourselves all all the time even if it's hitting a snooze or getting a takeaway instead of cooking that meal we said we were going to do or yeah missing our training session because we just want to sit and watch Netflix because all of these little things happen and you also start to then never have faith in yourself that you will do the thing like say Mm. you restart the journey it's okay now's the time I'm going to do it like tomorrow I promise to myself I'm going to do it you're possibly not going to do it because you know you're not going to carry through. You're like, what's the point? Yeah, so with that, for you, obviously you mentioned earlier that you did that 5K charity race and then once you'd done it, you didn't go, Mm -hmm. so you didn't stick with running. So what is it this time that's changed, do you think, that's enabled you to, like, carry on? I think, like, having the community online, to be honest, and just knowing I'm kind of doing it for other girls like I get so many dms from people like my age just being like genuinely sometimes it's like you are the reason I'm running or you are the reason that like my mental health is improving like these massive like bold statements and they say them with confidence and I'm like the fact that you mean that and you're sharing it with me or like I'll get some that are like I never do this so I'm a bit nervous to even be messaging you or whatever but I just wanted you to know like you changed my life and all this stuff and I'm like that is so amazing. Like, I'm just lying there in bed reading these, like, mm. what have I done to deserve this kind of... But it's like, I've just shared the honest side of yeah. my reality, you know? And I think that that's it, because it's like, there are all these women my age, just like me, who probably had the same experience in school, probably having the same experience now, who are looking at me being like, if she can do it, I can do it. And I just find that so special like to have that that's so nice nice. that's so lovely and yeah I feel like you really are building a community and obviously it exists online but I know that you also have your run club so tell me a little bit about how that came about and and how it's all going so my run club came about because I had people reaching out just being like do you want to go for a run together and I'd be like okay um it's a bit too 
Like, I was getting a lot of them, so I was like, I can't be kind of, you know, here, there, and everywhere. And I'm only in London once, uh, once, oh, one week per month. Okay. So it's like, there's only so many people I can kind of, you know, be going on runs with. And so I was like, what can I do? What can I do? And obviously, what can I do? The answer was a run club. But in my head, I was like, I was pushing that back so Mm. much. I was like, I can't make a run club. Like, (laughs) I'm too, like, I can't do that. Like, in school, I I had such bad stage fright. Like, something like this would have been, like, so scary for me. And, like, I'm so not like that anymore. But I'm still kind of triggered into that feeling sometimes. Like, of being a teenager and, like, being so... I wasn't, like... I was shy when I was like an early teenager. I did come out of it, but it's like, I'm still just triggered into like that 12 year old version of me being like, I can't do that. Like, I can't do that. It's like your inner child. Mm. So I was pushing it back. I was pushing mm. it back. And I was like, oh, okay, now I'm just going to do it. So I just, but I did push it back. And then I set up the Instagram page and I was like, it was just sitting there for a while. And when I was sitting there, I was like, I need to delete this page like I need to I'm not doing it because I hadn't really talked about it yet so I was like I'm deleting it I'm deleting it and then I think I talked to my mom or something who's like literally my biggest supporter yeah same. I love my mom <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like just do it once just do it once and if you don't enjoy it don't do it again mm. like it's not the end of the world it's okay to not it's okay. Like yeah, just do it. It's once. okay have if it, it doesn't work out. Just have it be like a once-off thing. Yeah. Like, don't position it where it's like London's newest run club. Yeah. Sure. I think I actually did end up saying that. But anyway. <laughs> but she was like, just do one, see how it is. So I was like, okay, fine. Anyway, so the first one is in Battersea Park, and I was walking over. My boyfriend like walked me to the gate, and when he left, I just burst into tears. I was in the oh park and I was crying. Like Before I haven't like, got there. Yeah, well, the run was in the park and mm. I was in the park mm. as well crying. And I was like, I was like Snapchatting my friend or something. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I need to pull myself together because there could be girls around like who, who like who are here for the run. And I'm just yeah. crying. That doesn't give yeah. them any confidence. So then I got there and they were like, I was chatting to it, like three or four girls at the start. And it was like coming up on the time. And I was like, OK, maybe it's just like the three of us. And anyway, I walked around the cafe and there were like 40 or 50 others on the other side. And I was like, oh, oh my, gosh. my God. And at this point, I didn't even know where we were running. I didn't know the route. I didn't. I really went into it. It's kind of like a coping I mechanism. I guess with like no expectations. No expectations, but also just like not planning it. <laughs> I think that's my coping mechanism when I do scary things now. It's just like it'll work out just go and do it Mm. like you know the park well enough so just run around it and we'll end up back at the coffee shop and it'll be fine and anyway obviously it went well because these things always do go well Mm. like we hype them up so wrongly in our minds but it went really well and then from there the next one was in Hyde Park I think I do them once a month and it was like 85 girls came to that one and then we did it again Battersea and tomorrow it's in Regent's Park and it's just going so well and I, I'm like how am I running a run club like yeah. it just doesn't seem right in my mind but I love it so much like mm. it's so rewarding yeah exactly and that's that is exactly the same as what Jenny said when she first started hers which is um, London-based as well. But I think it's interesting to hear you say that you kind of doubted yourself a little bit. 
Um, and I think it was even in one of the reels that you made about it, you said that you're coming to terms with the fact that you put yourself out there mm. because you never were that Mm-mm. person. No. And that it just goes to show you that our minds don't always know the truth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's a really important message because we always catastrophize and we always think things are going to be worse than they are. And like the run club for you is such a brilliant example of you overcame that self-doubt and like look at what it's turned into it's incredible and like I was that girl in school who was just like so I came out of being like really nervous into like into being myself having a good group of friends like everything was good but it was like I need to just stay in my box like I need to just go along with what everyone else does and I need to not be loud and I just need to be in a box Mm. and then I went into college I went out I was drinking and stuff and I was like I actually hate this like I I hate this I obviously enjoy going out on a night out but you know first year college vibes or sorry you call it uni Mm. first year it's like every second day you're going out and I was like this is not me this is not me and it's like my body was like literally rejecting it so much like stop like you don't want to do this yeah and I remember I told myself one day I'm not doing this anymore I literally just said it I was like I'm not doing things I don't want to do anymore like I'm not going out if I don't want to go out I'm not going out just because other people are like what am I doing yeah you're just conforming to what other people want to do and no one cares if you're there or not like obviously your good friends might be like oh we missed you or whatever but it's like all the other people like Mm. why are you putting yourself through misery like you protect other people's peace but you're not protecting your own peace yeah and then I I also was just never like pushing myself much I was never like again like I come from a family who are like creative and entrepreneurs and doing amazing things and I was just in my box and I was like what am I doing like what am I doing and then in college I remember in my third year of college I ended up getting like best grades in my stream and all throughout my life like during school and everything I was not an underachiever but not very like not a great student I was fine I was like kind of floating along Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden in third year college where I also thought I was floating I got named as best student in like the marketing stream or whatever and I was like wait that changed my life that day that changed my life because I was told by somebody like you are good at something obviously like my parents always tell me I'm not saying yeah, that I'm like rejected parents like, are a bit biased yeah. like they have to say that <laughs> yeah so then he said that like he said that and it was in front of everyone and I was like oh my god and I swear that literally changed my life just being like oh it just put faith in me and I started to have faith in myself and I was like okay it's time to just be like an overachiever I don't know if that's even a good thing but it's just put this fire in me like mm-hmm. if I try at things that was me not even trying if I try at things like what could my life become and I've just carried that through like that was a few years ago and it's like it's just I've just carried it and I even messaged the lecturer after like a year later and I was like just so you know that was so oh my god yeah like it was really like amazing I was like please keep doing that to your students like keep yeah encouraging them them. keep encouraging them Mm -hmm. because you so easily fall into your own I don't know it's like everyone's good at things but it's like no one's told really like if you're not the best of the best like I know that was me being the best but it also wasn't me being the best in the entire year it was the best in my stream and I was like it's so nice for him to kind of acknowledge that yeah we all need that encouragement we all need I think. that because mm. otherwise you just start to get so in your head and be like I'm not I'm not good enough or mm. I'm not anything special or I'm not gonna 
amount to much. Not that I thought that about myself, but it's so easy to think that about yeah, yourself. I do understand that, especially you know? when you haven't like got any other evidence yet. It's like, yeah. well, well, how do I know like where I'm going to end up? And you're so impressionable at that age. Definitely. Just... Yeah. And I know that, so off the back of the Run Club, I know you've done an interview with the Financial Times. Oh my God, I yes. think you did an interview with the BBC yeah. as well. Like, how does it feel being given opportunities like that now? Oh my God. I, like, imposter syndrome like massively (laughs) I it doesn't feel real like I grew up with my uncles like reading the financial times Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden like I'm in it and I'm just like what and like I did the BBC interview in my bed in my pajamas like because it wasn't on like zoom or anything so I was like literally just in the same bed I was in before I started all of this Mm. like Mm. talking to someone from the BBC it just doesn't connect in my mind but obviously it's so exciting and like I don't know how to explain it it's just really weird it's really strange it doesn't like connect yeah like I don't think in my head like oh my god I'm in the financial times it's like such a disconnect Mm. like how am I in the financial like what have I done I don't get it and but it's amazing like to be given those opportunities and to be acknowledged and it's like you just put your videos up you don't know who's watching you just don't know who's watching I know that's why I think just the power of social media Mm -hmm. is crazy because in such a short span of time you can go from being a nobody and I only mean that in terms of like other people online, yeah. yeah to then like tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers and people who then feel like they know you and they want to talk to you and they want to know more about you so and it's strange like, it's crazy it's so strange like I was in my local like shopping center like just going shopping recently and I was dressed genuinely like could have been in my pajamas I wasn't <laughs> but like I may as well have been and someone came up to me and I was like oh my god I need to stop doing this like I need to stop looking like a slob like it just hasn't connected with me yet like I genuinely looked so terrible yeah that people might know you yeah I was like oh my god I need to put a bit of effort into myself like because I still my natural instinct is that this stuff isn't part of my life yeah and also with social media it does feel so it's like such a separate part of your identity in a way like it's all on your phone yeah so it almost it's not a tangible thing like when you pick up your phone it's like oh there it is but you put it down and it's gone but like that number of people following you are real people people. who live their own lives I know and I've had a few people only people I know like come up to me at like my hometown or at union they've said oh I've seen your podcast like you know, it came up on my TikTok or something and I get all shy. I know. Because it's like as much as I want people to see it, when they tell me they have, I'm like, <laughs> It's what? this feeling of like, oh, I don't want you to see. I don't, it's like you don't want to be seen. It's this fear of being seen, but you're putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And I think the second you actually stop being afraid to be seen and actually just own it, because I'm the same, like if my friends bring it up, I'm like, shut up. Like, <laughs> we're not talking about that today. <laughs> <laughs> and like then we end up never talking about it yeah exactly um, exactly yeah it's just the fear of being mm. seen and it holds so many people back I think so just to like round this up you've obviously got the run club going on which is a monthly thing and I know you've got the marathon in April and do you work for your parents company as yeah. well so you do that like you know what are your goals moving forward what are your ambitions like where do you see yourself in a few months time a few months time so a few months time I'll have done the marathon Mm. which is mental and then I'm doing Hackney Half as well in May 
And then, honestly, my life is so up in the air. Like, my boyfriend, his lease is up in May. So he moved to London in last May. He's from Ireland as well. And his lease is up, so I'm like, what's going to happen then? Like, I don't know if I'll come here for a bit. Like, mm. I don't know. It's very, it's a bit, like, unsettling at the moment in a way of, like, I kind of need to figure it out. But I think just to kind of keep going, like just keep going every day with what I'm doing yeah, and just see where it goes, like just see where it goes and not put too much pressure on myself because I put a lot of pressure on myself and I try to be everything for everyone and I just want to take it day by day. Like I'm kind of done with being everything for everyone, like it's very tiring, so just go with the flow yeah. and see where it all where it all takes me because I don't know I think with this industry it's like you actually in a year's time it could have all be it could all be gone or you could be like on a billboard in Times Square exactly like you just exactly. don't know I feel like your journey has been such a testament to that exact thing is like you just don't know what's gonna happen so you've kind know. of just got to keep doing you and and hope for the best and I read a quote recently that said um enjoy being in the process of becoming Mm. and I was like that's so nice because I think for people who want to better themselves and make progress in whatever domain that is you can kind of get too caught up in that Mm -hmm. and actually you're not present and you're not Mm. you're not appreciating where you're at so yeah enjoy being well becoming (laughs) it's that's so true though because otherwise what are what is your life Mm -hmm. what are you what are you doing with your life if you're just constantly chasing chasing goals so then your life becomes the start of the journey and the end of the journey. And that's it. Yeah. Like, it's the journey. And it's so hard to forget about that. I forget about it all the time. Like, right now where we are, me and you sitting across from each other, this is life. It's like, there's no point in thinking five years ahead. Because in five years time, we're going to be like, oh, wasn't life so amazing five years ago? Mm. It's like, why are we always focused on something else? Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Um I was going to go off on another tangent, but I need to wrap this up. So um, the very last question I want to ask you is if you had to give a piece of advice or a quote or a mantra to help people achieve their personal best, what would it be? Okay, so I know you ask this all the time. So I was actually thinking about it on the way here. And I was like, okay, will I plan something or will I kind of just come up with it? Yeah, wing it. On the spot based on what we talked about. And I I was like, okay, I'll do the second one. Mm -hmm. So I think what mine would be is as we've talked about, like, meet yourself where you are and not compare yourself and really, really work on that because everyone is so different. And let me be a a testament to that. Like, as I said, I'll just reiterate, like, I'm still at a 36, 37 minute 5k, six six months into my journey and Mm -hmm. I'm not ashamed of that. But I've also run a half marathon that's what I've built up in those six months yeah I've gone from basically nothing to a half marathon yeah my time is not improving but is that everything no it's really not everything so it's like be on your own journey stick to your journey have faith in yourself have be think about how proud you'll be of yourself when you get there along the journey and enjoy it because you are not either good at something or bad at something you can be somewhere in the middle you can be improving it's a spectrum yeah it's like you might be you might be here but you can just move up and up but you won't move up and up if you don't let yourself so just start 
Just mm. start and meet yourself where you are. Do what you can. Such good advice. And to use a running metaphor, I just think run your own race. Run your own race. And um, and don't be afraid to be at the back. Exactly. I was at the back. Exactly. I was at the back today for Jenny's Run Club. <laughs> I was at the back. But I think I commented on one of your posts. I was like, you were still faster than everyone sat on the sofa. Exactly. You still did it. So, exactly. um, yeah, I honestly think you should be so proud of yourself. And I think what you're doing and what you're sharing on social media is clearly already helping so many people, whether that is influencing their running journey or just helping them have some confidence in Mm. themselves. And I honestly just hope that platform like grows and grows for you because, um, yeah, it's really inspiring. Thank you so much. And um, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank it's you so much so for nice. having me. That time flew. I'm it like, does. is it over? It does. <laughs> Feels like it just started. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Once again, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this conversation with Selena. If you did, please don't forget to follow this podcast on Spotify and keep sharing it on social media so more people can find it. I did forget to ask Selena where people can find her online, so I'll leave her social medias linked below. Anyway, I'll see you next week for another exciting episode. Bye for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.